it's your boy Dougie, aka James, back again with another episode of a Session with Dougie podcast. Hope you guys miss me. It's been what about a couple weeks now, maybe about two weeks. Um, last week we had a lot going on, getting some new internet in the crib. Um, there was some adjusting there that is definitely going to help us into the future as we expand and start doing a lot more. Uh, I've been having the idea of doing some live sessions, right? So instead of maybe bringing a podcast to you guys every week, we're going to switch it up and do some things. Like I said, we I want a whole, let's say, media presence. I want to be able to do different things, and podcasting has been great, and it's going to be the main thing we do, but I definitely want to offer other you know, means to put out content, uh, you know, some reading, definitely going to do some videos in the future, a few different things, a lot of different things We're we're going to expand and, you know, having great internet is going to help that. But back to the idea of the live sessions, what I would do is probably try and find a morning and I'll, I can podcast and do this too, you know, every so often, I'm not going to completely replace this, that would be stupid. So what what I'm thinking about is maybe sitting down, going live on like Instagram and, you know, having an actual session with you guys where you guys can sit there, interact with me, watch me smoke, watch me do my thing, ask me questions, let's interact, literally just smoking back and forth like any other, you know, session, because that's really the vibe that I want this to be. And as we go down the line into the future, the whole goal is to, you know, start doing live podcasts and actually having an audience in front of me where we'll have guests and things like that. Like I said, this is the first steps of something that's going to be really, really great. And I have big plans, big aspirations, and I'm talking it into existence. We're going to make all this shit happen. We're going to make this shit happen, and I really have a lot of confidence in what we're doing. And, you know, I can't just can't wait to move forward. Uh, so what have I been doing in the past couple weeks? past couple weeks one thing I definitely have been doing is I've been getting stoned yeah I've been definitely getting stoned these past couple weeks having a lot more time to you know smoke dolo by myself I'll explain a little bit later uh linking with some friends and being able to do things like that and smoke different strains so specifically there was this one day uh out the out the week where I got the opportunity to catch up with some of my boys, some of my close boys, and let's name them M and G for those who know. I don't want to say any names on the podcast yet. You know, people people got jobs and shit like that. I don't want to put them on the spot too much, you know, because we are doing drugs on here. Let's do a bong rip one time for the drugs. Let's do it. One time for the weed. But yeah, where was I at? Got the chance to look with some friends. Um, All this is because my blunt buddy, my girlfriend, went on vacation. So shout out to her having me half worried the whole trip. They had a good time. But what I'm saying is, while she was gone, I had the more opportunity to smoke one-on-one, man. I never realized how much I actually, you know, smoked with her. Until I realized that, you know, she was gone and on her vacation. 
like I said, had fun. I had a lot of time to, you know, sit back, reflect, refresh myself, and again, smoke some good weed. But facing off, you know, it's cool. It's fun. You get super stoned. I, I, you know, I put it out here and there. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to say a safe stoner, but I'm going to save my buds when I can. So if I got to break that blunt up three times into three for, you know, half a day or whatever, we're going to do that. But I missed my blunt buddy while she was gone. And one day my boy hits me, you know, to, you know, she's going, he's trying to console me, you know, and he hits me. He's like, M hits me. He's like, bro, G got some white crack, white crack, and not like actual crack. Like this is an actual strain of weed. This is something I've heard before, something I've probably smoked before. And, you know, I I underestimate G all the time. I'm like, there's no way this kid has this white crack strain and i looked it up on the internet and i want to better explain it to you guys before we get into it and white crack is grown indoors it can be grown outdoors and it can also be grown in a greenhouse it is a hybrid strain so it's both in indica and sativa mix not that you know to me honestly i haven't had the opportunity to really dive into indicas and sativas just yet i mean the most i get out of it you know with a choice is with the you know thc cards that we get but other than that you know it's you know where we're at we don't have much of a choice so from what i from what i get you know it both both makes me feel feel the same so once i get out to california in august and we're going to be able to get a few different strains and try a few different things there's definitely going to be reviews on here kind of sort of just like this one but i'm gonna go way way more in depth for sure and the general general impression of white crack is this i'm reading this off the computer screen this is on seed finder by the way shout out to seed finder white crack is altogether extremely good and very recommendable the strength and lasting effect the weed affects middle high to high and i got a user rating of 7.6 out of 10 they say that's average and i'm gonna tell you guys my story you tell me if this shit is average or not right so we link up um they hit me hit me uh the next day or whatever uh like yo grab the wraps come through you already know what's going on so i don't got nothing else to do like i said my bum buddy's on vacation i'm lost trying to figure it out and between just no chilling i didn't really have shit else to do you know i could do some podcasting stuff but it's a house full of people no one's gonna hear anything and i I really needed the time with my boys to kind of thrust my mind have conversations and it was and it was amazing i'm not saying i can't have conversations with other people but when you sit down with some people that you haven't got the opportunity to sit down with in a while it's just great and you get to connect and you get to you know see where each other's minds at and that's that's what i'm all about um as far as the sessions go and this is why i love cannabis and marijuana because it is a social thing uh you can sit there and meet tons of people and conversate with tons of different people and even have relationships you already have bring you closer it's a social thing and that's one thing i love about it but back back to the story they hit me tell me to pull up and you know i'm gonna pull up you know on top of that they're they're close to my job 
the Wawa's right there. Boom, bow. I'm getting I'm getting the blunt wraps. I'm on the way. You feel me? So we get there, and we're smoking. Uh, actually, no, we're not smoking just yet. We get it. We get there. We're catching up. Let me pull my notes back up here. We link. We're talking. You know, getting together, and we're and you know he pulls out the bud. He pulls out the weed, and he's like, "Bro, this is this is the white crack. This is the white crack." Like. Go ahead, go ahead, you know, and you know, obviously I am the supreme roller, you know, my blunts are pearled almost every time, I got a 9.98 blunt roller rating, you can look that up, anyway, you know, obviously like, yo, roll the L's, so we, ro- we roll two of these things up, lord, lord, we roll two of these things up, <laughs> and when I opened it for one, when I opened it, you know, smell isn't always the way you can judge if the weed is quality or not. Like I said, where we're at, we don't get much of a choice. But, you know, for the most part, like I've had buds that kind of didn't give off a great smell and be great. And I've had buds that gave off great smell and be great. But I've, it's also been, you know, lesser. So I never really judged it off of that. But this shit had, was potent with the smell. The smell was very, very potent to the point where it's like back when we did the build the build a plug episode, this is some bud that would have to be zip locked, air sealed. This is not something you want to have loose in the whip. It's going to stink. Number one sign that this was going to be some fire shit. Actually, it's not the number one sign. The number one sign is that the strain is called white crack. So, from there, we knew I should have known I've given myself into some shit. And the fact that, the fact that I just didn't, I didn't believe it was that. So, and I, and I was able to see pictures after the fact, and actually, you know, obviously this shit is white crack, right? So, it looks great. Buds look amazing. And we roll this up, and we go head towards the back. We're gonna, you know, go smoke some weed, chill, be boys, like... This is almost like a love and hip hop episode. The way like love and hip hop is almost staged and though especially the way the guys talk is just is just so fucking is written and it's just hilarious. So it feels like the same thing. We all sit down, we're talking, we're sparking some weed, right? So we get the smoke in, we're talking, catching up, talking about some deep shit, chilling, and we're getting, we're getting, we're getting smacked, right, um, we finished the first L, and it's cool, you know, it's there, I'm feeling it, and I honestly, after the first couple of tokes, you get the taste, you get the, uh, moderate high, you know, it's starting to come, and you start to feel it, and I'm just like, all right, man, this is some good shit, and I tell him, I'm like, bro, I'm sorry I underestimated, this is some good stuff, and we're, we're chilling, we're smoking, we're having a great time, it's nice out, it's a little bit windy, but, for the most part, it's a very cool day. Very, very cool day. So, we're smoking. And remember, my blunt buddy is on vacation. And she's on a vacation with her girl. And it's not that I don't trust her. Like, this is not the case at all with my anxiety. I definitely trust her 100%. There's no point in being in a relationship with someone you you don't trust and that's whether they're on vacation somewhere that's if they're right next to you 
in your hometown, someone that's going to do you dirty, and we'll talk about this later, is, you know, going to do you dirty regardless. So I trust her. You know, we've been together some time now. I definitely trust her. What I don't trust is the outside world. I trust her. I don't trust. I don't trust the world. And this, we live in such cruel ass times where shit happens, vile ass shit happens across the world. And you know, I watch movies. We all watch Law and Order and shit like that. My girl's on vacation in another country. Enjoying herself completely, but in my head, it could be anything. You know what I'm saying? It could be anything. In my head, my girl could be in a little satchel, tied up like they did on the old westerns, tied to a motherfucking railroad track or some shit. So, if I don't hear from her in a little bit, you know, I start to get worried. Just for her safety. At this point... We're talking, I'm smacked, and my anxiety anxiety starting to go a little bit, you know, because I haven't heard from her in a little bit. Obviously, she's in the pool or something, somewhere you can't access her phone. Cool. So, we going on, and I haven't heard from her in a little bit, and we're, we're I'm, I'm so, I'm smacked at this point. By this point, we've, we've finished the second L, and this shit is hitting, bro. This shit is hitting hard. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it was just good shit, because it obviously was good stuff, but was it also my anxiety tripping me out? But usually, I'd be cool, but this is the first time she's going on vacation, and I'm just worried about her safety. So I, so I could, so in, in my head, I'm worried about her safety. Obviously, I'm, I'm fucking stoned and just can't get my mind off of it. And we're going, bro, I'm just... I'm just sitting in a chair, bro, we're outside. I remember just relaxing, you know, relaxing at a certain point because I wasn't completely terribly worried. Like, it was just an on and off thing. And I'm trying to keep up with my boys' conversation because at this point, they just talking, and I'm just in and out of it trying to figure out what they're saying. Like, I done lost them. And you know how you lose somebody in the conversation? You're just, like, shaking your head like, damn, bro, like, for real. Like, that's what's up. You know, just trying to keep it up and try to get back on. It's almost like in, in high school when they was calling on people to read. And I was one of those people that either I'm going to read ahead because y'all reading too slow or I'm just not going to pay attention at all. So it's almost like when the teacher calls on you and or you know you're about to read next is your, and it's your turn and you just trying to catch up in the book, trying to just find them, just trying to hop on and jump on a train while it's running past you and so you can get back to the point where they're at in the book. And that's me trying to keep up with their conversation. And obviously it's not working out too much. I'm just not slumped, but in a chair, just chilling and feeling the wind, the trees. I have my Ray-Bans on and I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. Yeah. They're polarized. So I think they're polarized. I don't know. I don't think so. Actually, the lenses are just make everything turn a different color. Just makes colors fucking vibrant. And I got them on. I'm chilling and I'm just looking at the trees. There's a pretty blue sky in the air. Birds chirping. Like I said, it's kind of windy. So it's like, you know, there might be some sticks flying. You might have to be a little bit careful around a lot of trees. But we were chilling and I was 
it was almost a vibe, but I was just so stoned. I couldn't keep up with them. I'm on and off with the anxiety. And I'm just like, at this point, and by the way, I haven't ate yet. So I was pretty stoned to the point where, you know, I don't, I don't really get that big of an appetite. The munchies definitely hit me, but sometimes it's just like, you know, I'm not going to eat right now. I'm going to feel fucking disgusting. So, you know, I'm chilling and I'm just like, fuck it. What, what y'all about to do? You know, when someone asks like, what y'all about to do, you know, what y'all about to do for the rest of the night? You already know that's the, that's the 10 minute mark as in I'm about to slide. So I was about to slide. I was ready to go, maybe get some food. And at this point I'm where I'm just like, you know, maybe I'll call her. I'll give her till like seven o'clock. I'll slide, give her a quick call just to make sure she's good. And I know she's swimming. So I know she's out having fun. And in my head, you know, she's tied to a railroad track somewhere. So I just want to confirm. So she eventually calls me anyway, and we we hash that out or whatever. But I'm I'm in the kitchen. <clears throat> I'm so smacked. I don't know what I want to do. My eyes bloodshot, red. Trying to figure out what the hell I'm gonna do with my time because I'm so bored. And my dad walks down. He's like, "What you doing, bro?" I'm just telling the situation. We chilling. And he's just like, "Yeah, Yo, you gotta go do something. You're just bored." So at this point, I was just stone bored, and you know. You already know what the best remedy is for being a little too stoned, right? So for me, anyway, I don't know about y'all. I don't know if y'all have anything specifically that calms y'all down when y'all a little bit too smacked. Um, y'all could definitely leave that somewhere. Leave it in the iTunes review. Hit me on Twitter. Let me know what you guys do. You guys, <laughs> I don't know, rub a lemon on your head or some shit. I don't know. Let me know. But. Obviously, my remedies are video games, for sure, and definitely a hot-ass shower. First off, a hot-ass shower can defeat anything, anything, whether it be the common cold, being too smacked, a good shower, it's just a great feeling. So, I play video games, chilling, and end up taking a shower, take a shower, you know, working, smoking, trying to just, you know, wash that part of the day off. You know, you take that shower and you wash that part of the part of the day off and we're moving on. So what I end up getting actually is Chipotle. Um, satisfied with the service. It was pretty great. Uh, I'm thinking about actually doing an episode where I give you guys Chipotle hacks because a lot of people I talk to are doing Chipotle very, very wrong. Very wrong. There's so many hacks and stuff that you can do to enhance your meal. So I figure at one point, at least maybe even a little five, 10 minute segment, we're going to walk you guys through some Chipotle hacks for sure. So that's coming soon. I'm going to put that on my list of shit that I want to talk about. And I'm gonna get that out to you guys for sure. Because like I said, you guys are living wrong. And as people that come and listen to me for entertainment or an escape, whatever you listen to me for, I got to hook y'all up. I got to show y'all show y'all some love. And if you eat Chipotle, we're going to get you some hacks for sure, for sure. So another thing that we're going to talk about today, and this kind of leads about what I was talking to earlier on vacation is this one meme. And I was going to do a blog about this. I was supposed to write about this over the weekend, but with everything going on, I was just, you know, we're relaxing, we're chilling. I get it to you guys later. I get it to you guys later. And I figured I can interpret this better if, I can get on the mic and do this because I feel like a lot of things have to be said and articulated in a certain way. So 
articulate. We're going to take a bong rip for the word articulation. We out here articulating shit. Let's do it. few moments later and we're going to talk about the meme that has a little quote on top of it you know the little meme where the dude is like sleeping very comfortably in his bed and it says how i sleep every night knowing i'm single and not getting cheated on and this is not going to be geared towards the relationship aspect of this i mean it is we're going to talk about it but this is something that's like bigger picture and i'm one of those people that kind of sucks the fun out of things right so i'll see this meme and i'll be like ha all right cool it's funny but let's really think about that though and this is what we're gonna do today we're gonna think about this meme and really break this down and i'm pretty much gonna suck the fun out of it but whatever we're gonna break it down because I think people, I think this is such just an idiotic way to really think. It's a stupid way to think. It's, and and I'm, re- I'm really going to explain. So first off, let's get the donkey out of the room or the ass out of the room, whatever it is, whatever the quote is, whatever they said. No one, no one in the people that I guess we can kind of feel bad for, I guess not really. If you're going to sleep and you know you're getting cheated on, you're probably not sleeping comfortable anyway. Um, I mean, you know what's happening. I mean, there's pretty much pretty much the only thing we could say with that. I mean, people deal with it in certain ways. I mean, however people handle their own personal situations is how they handle it. I mean, we can't speak on situations we've never been in, and every situation is so specific. But if you know you're getting cheated on, <laughs> the odds are you're not sleeping comfortable anyway. So that's that's a duh duh i mean we can't do anything but really feel bad for you i mean in that situation and honestly i mean like i said every situation is different so for the most part in this i mean we can't really feel bad and if you are getting cheated on correctly per se i mean it's never really right but i mean if you are getting cheated on correctly the odds are you're sleeping comfortable anyway because you don't i mean you don't know (laughs) you don't really know um, until I guess you catch on or, you know, catch them in the act or whatever. I mean, you don't know. So you're probably going to be sleeping comfortable anyway. So there's people that are out there are getting cheated on and are sleeping comfortable. I mean, it's a very bad situation. I mean, all forms of adultery are bad. I mean, don't get into a relationship if you're not going to, you know, stay committed. But we have to get the ass out of the room with this meme. I mean, either you know you're getting cheated on and you're probably sleeping uncomfortably or you're sleeping comfortably, you know, you're getting sleep, you cheated on, you're sleeping comfortably. I mean, maybe you got something planned. Maybe you're putting baby oil on the, on the bathroom floor. Uh, you know, very Tyler Perry-ish. Um, you know, maybe you have something planned and you're sleeping comfortably anyway, you know, you're leaving and you're sleeping comfortably. I mean, the only situation where someone, I guess, is not sleeping comfortably is those, I guess, that aren't handling the situation too well, um, by whatever that means. So yeah, yeah. And if you, if you, I mean, if you're getting cheated on correctly, as fucked up as it is to say, 
you're not going to know anyway. So S out of the room with, with that. That's, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Um, another thing about this is the aspect of that, um, the fear of the relationship ending badly, um, whether that be, I guess, in terms of cheating in this case, but I think one thing that people really need to realize about all relationships when you really get down and think about it is all relationships kind of end badly in a way. I mean, it's really all about perspective, right? And this is how I see things. Um, Yes, a relationship can end with adultery. Uh, a relationship can end with miscommunications and things just simply not working out sometimes and there are situations where they do work out, but in a situation where you're even with somebody forever and you guys get married and, <clears throat> you know, you live the life that, you know, the whatever your terms of the perfect marriage is or happy marriage is, you live that life, right? You, the, it ends, remember, in at the wedding, we're talking till death do us part. Till death do us part. Um, that's the only thing that's honestly promised in life is, you know, quite frankly, death and not to get too depressed on anyone and, you know, cloud the episode with a dark cloud, but it's the truth. And that's something you have to come to understand when you're getting into a relationship with people. I mean, it's an everyday thing. We live every day, not knowing when one of our loved ones or even us can go. I mean, tomorrow isn't promised. The next hour isn't promised. The next four or five hours isn't promised. You know, you got to take every breath and every second for what it is. So till death do us part. I mean, if you come to the conclusion that that that's how it's going to end and it could be bad. I mean, it's going to hurt. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm trying to say is you're going to end and hurt somehow. Well, whether that be a good hurt, <coughs> excuse me. Whether, whether that be a good hurt and it, you live out your life and then, you know, you move on, pass on peacefully, you know, it's going to sting a little bit. I mean, either way, the way these things work out, it's it's going to sting. I mean, so when you think about it like that and you really come to terms with living in the moment, you'll you'll enjoy things a lot more. Um you'll enjoy the relationship a lot more. You won't think about how this can end and you think about what can I do now so it doesn't. I mean, this thing is going to end one day, you know, again, so death do its part, but what can I do in the now to make sure that it doesn't? Or just get comfortable, you know, get comfortable with the fact that that's how it's going to be. And this whole thing is just like a whole trust thing. We got people that we're growing up, we know the game, um, people that invest a lot in into the game, um, I guess, before relationships. And we see how a lot of shit works. Um, we're young. We've seen a lot of, you know, people that aren't so committed. We see it in our friends. Um, people have, you know, committed these acts themselves and seen these things. And people get truly, you know, caught up and traumatized to where, like, you're not going to get into a relationship. Like, why would I get into a relationship in, in this era? In order to really fully reap the rewards of of life in general, we take risks every day. We get in a car to go to work, one of the most dangerous things ever. But we get in our car and, you know, put that seatbelt on and we get in it and go. And I mean, we think about it. It's like, yeah, I mean, you are in control of a car. Um, 
but only so much. I mean, you're not in control of the 35-year-old drunk driver that decided that he was going to get ripped at 7 or 8 in the morning and go run his truck into the back of you. You know what I mean? Like, it's not so much in your control. Um, this is something I struggle with. Like I said, my thing with heights is like, yo, I'm, st- I'm fucking scared as hell. To, you know, be fucking 50 feet, 50,000, excuse me, 50,000 feet in the air. But I'm going to go to California in August and you're, and you're damn, you know, you're fucking nuts. If you think I'm going to let anything stop me, um, from getting the, to the golden land of buds and whatever your motivation may be. Um, Whether that be, you know, getting to a job or just traveling in general, we take risks that we don't account for every single day. And this is a dude that, you know, has mild anxiety about pretty much anything. You know what I mean? That's one of the reasons I I started again, because I'm like, yo, this world is fucking nuts. This world is crazy. You mean I can go to work? I can go to the mall? I can go somewhere and, like, be shot? just any day randomly, this shit is crazy, and that's one thing that just comes with life, and the same thing can be said for relationships, um, in order to really fully be capable of, I guess, loving someone, and being committed to someone, and, you know, fully reaping those rewards of just full-blown, just, I'm not going to worry about that and you're going to let your trust be your trust and let them handle that trust and do what they will with it. Um, you're not going to reap this, the rewards. You're always going to be looking over your shoulder at something that's potentially not even there or potentially is there, potentially is not even there. Um, karma uh, is on your side too. Karma is a, a pretty big bitch. I mean, if you're fully giving someone everything you got and they don't do anything with it, like, who's gonna look more crazy, you know what I mean, like, someone who's cheating, or someone who's, you know, giving it their all, like, either way, like, it's gonna suck, but either way, you come up on the, on the end of the stick, if you're, if you're doing everything you do, you're faithful, you all that, like, someone's, someone else is a sucker, you know, for losing out on that, so, if you put yourself out there and you do those things and you're doing everything correctly, like there's really nothing you can worry about. I mean, either way, you are coming out on top. You can't let that anxiety hold you back of, you know, genuine, genuine love, genuine happiness with travel, whether it be opportunities. Don't let any of that anxiety hold you back. I mean, like I said, we get in our cars every day, we strap our seatbelts on, and after that, we pretty much hope for the best, because that's really what it is. I mean, we don't think about it because we do it every day, but everything is the same thing. Relationships, getting in your car, getting in an airplane, jumping out of an airplane, we take all types of risks every single day. Being fucking American is a damn risk. You know what I mean? Living in America at this point is a risk because you don't know. You just don't know what what can happen. And you always are going to, you know, I go to movie theaters and it's like, all right, what's my best way out this bitch if something pops off? What's the first thing I can do? It's almost like when I was playing baseball and they tell you, all right, so if 
in whatever the situation may be, uh, whether it be runner on first, runner on third, runner on second, whatever, full bases loaded, when it's all on the line, on whether you're defense, whether you're at bat, what are you going to do in this situation? If the ball is hit to me, what am I going to do? You know, what's my first step? What's my first move? If the, if, if, I, if I get a curveball thrown to me or a slider or even a fastball right down the pipe, what am I going to do with that pitch? And it's the same thing. Like, what are we sitting here? If, if, a, if a shooter walks in, what's the first move? What's my first, what's the first thing I'm going to do? Everything is a risk. Everything is a risk. So don't let that fear of letting you do anything, you know, really hold you back. And that's really why I wanted to break down this meme, because at the end of the day, that's really what this is. I mean, people are going to tweet this. They're going to feel great about it, get some laughs. But are you really just like insecure? Not, I mean, insecure. Are you really just scared? Like, I mean, it makes sense. <clears throat> the meme, I guess, in a way makes sense, but. I mean, when you think about it and you dig deeper, like it just really sounds like a cry for not not cry for help. That's getting a little deep. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to go that in on you guys because this shit really is that funny. But I really just think that's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. It's really all just really perspective. Um, Even the fear of how you're going to look if that situation happens to you. Like, like I said, who's going to look more crazy? Someone that's given it everything or someone who's, you know, out here taking that for granted. And that's really what it is. That's what it is. Um, and whoever, you know, laughs or whatever, f- fuck all that, fuck them. Anyone who has anything to say about a situation that has nothing to do with them is probably just insecure in their own right. Just looking for someone to play off their own insecurities. That's pretty much what people do. You know, they're going to talk about things that are, are different than them and just, you know, make an ass. But, like, if it, if it doesn't affect you, it doesn't matter. People just do shit for attention. You know, so once you really give up your fucks of of what you, yeah, give up the fucks that you give to people, I'm telling you, that shit won't even matter anyway. You won't even care about the perspective. And as far as, like, um, the hurting goes, there was one quote from Wiz Khalifa that always stands out to me. And, and this is really the moral of this episode is, we must hurt in order to grow, fail in order to know, and lose in order to gain. Some lessons in life are best learned through pain. And pain is, you look at pain and it's just like, damn, like that's a hard word, it's a tough word, but that's where the most growth comes from. Whether you're working out and that shit hurts for a little bit, or if life hurts you and you get stuck, you figure your shit out and you get out of that little hole, that's growth, that's what that is. So I just think like you can't run from that potential pain. You can never run from those tough situations because that's where you grow, that's where you prosper. Um looking back on my life the other short I mean short life at this point I'm only 23 looking back on it there's been uh, plenty of different situations where I acted stupid acted dumb really thought like damn this shit is fucking oh this shit sucks you know and been there and then you go through some tough shit but that's what makes us who we are that's what motivates motivates us excuse me to do what we do live life not care I'm doing a podcast where I smoke weed on it like, we're going to do the things that make us happy. You can't run from failure. You can't run from pain. You can't run from situations because 
you just can't and you'll realize it if you if you're a late bloomer i mean if you've never been through anything and you finally get through something that shit's gonna be tough Shit's gonna be rough but just remember every day the sun rises the sun sets every day is a new day and every day you're gonna feel a little shitty but the next day you may feel a little less shitty and a little less shitty and a little less shitty for however long that may take you just got to keep that idea of like damn it feels shitty today but tomorrow it may not and there's going to be one day and the only time you're going to feel shitty or think about it is when you realize that you're not thinking about it and then in that you're you're not going to feel shitty because you're going to feel happy you're going to be straight so that's just my whole spiel on it man i mean and then once you really go through it once i mean being hurt is nothing to someone who's been there before you know been in those situations i mean you can't run from them if something happens, you welcome it. I mean, but really, the moral the moral, moral of the story is live your life. Don't worry about the shit you can't control. And if it happens to you, we'll deal with it then. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Back with another episode. I feel like this was a good one. I feel like this was a really great one as far as, you know, the feeling. I, I thought that maybe a week off would kind of get me back off my track. But I think this might be the best one we've done so far. So I'm going to give this guys an edit. Um, I'm going to try to get it out tomorrow morning. I don't think there will be an issue. Um, I can find some time to definitely edit tonight. Um, I'm not too worried about it at all. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. I mean, you guys are listening to this, let's say, Thursday morning. I'm about to get my stuff together, get to work. And, you know, I'll see you guys. So thanks again for listening. Let me know what you guys think about that idea of going live. If there's any um, best times to, for me to do it, let me know. Um, would you guys rather wake and bake or would you guys rather, you know, me do something a little bit later in the night, you know, maybe before you guys pregame, when you guys pregame and you want something to watch before you go, we can get lit. I mean, you guys can smoke with me or some shit. So let me know what you guys think. Follow the Twitter, follow me on Instagram. Um, stay updated. Tell your friends about me. Uh, stickers still got them. Let me know. And I'll talk to you guys later. Um, it's a session with Dougie podcast. You know what it is. All right.